Like this is a great example. Like people eating like shit and having bad gut health directly relates to joint inflammation, but then they take ibuprofen, which makes the gut health worse. And then guess what happens? They get more inflammation, more pain. Dirty Grandpa last night. You know what I'm talking about with uh, Robert De Niro? No. Whereas, like, so it's Robert De Niro and Zac Efron and his uh, his wife. Oh, like, yeah. I saw, I saw the yeah I saw the preview, but... And he just wants... The whole movie is revolved around his mission to bang a college girl. That's, that's the movie? That's the movie. And it was... Oh, Robert De Niro wants to do it? Yeah. Or Zac so, Efron? So, no, Robert De Niro. Zac Efron's like a goody-goody. It ended up being, like, this, like, moral of the story was, like... He was a bad father to his son, so he was trying to be a good father to his grandson and like get him out of this shitty marriage because Rat Zach Efron was about to marry some like horrible girl. Horrible movie, so stupid. Yeah, I bet. Like, it sounds dumb. There was there was some funny parts where Robert De Niro just like says some just fucked up shit, and it's funny because it's Robert De Niro. Right. But horrible movie. I love Robert De Niro too. That's too bad. Yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, it was bad, man. You know, he's like he's supposed to be banned from. Italy, like what? the country of Italy, because Why? of his roles in uh, Goodfellas and uh, Why? and The Godfather, Why? because it 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 portrays um, uh, Italians in a in a negative light, and the rest of them don't. So maybe the rest of them I are mean, banned too. Yeah, maybe I'm not sure. Well, as an unintended, I, I don't man, I don't know I if it's I, I don't know if it's still like ongoing, but yeah, I read I read an article about it. And and then he went to go on to say that like he loves Italy, he has nothing but respect, and you know he was just yeah, playing yeah. his role. That sucks, like, man. Like imagine that. that. Yeah, role. he did. Like, it's my favorite movie, at, like the Godfather Damn. movies. Great movie. Yeah, Goodfellas is dope too, though. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take uh, take my mom on like a date day today. She'll probably hear this two weeks later, three weeks maybe, because she's super late on the podcast. But um, does she even listen anymore? Since I've been listening you all the time, <laughs> she listens all of them. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to my mom for sticking up for me. <laughs> she was like, I have a complaint about the podcast. And I'm like, oh, shit, what's up? I'm like waiting for her to be like, you say the F-bomb too much, Cody. She's like, Theo's not very funny. He, he makes fun of you a lot. I don't get it. The jokes aren't funny. I started um, crying, laughing. She made it way worse. I was like, yo, mom, the- Theo's just, he's a dick. I just, you know, I try to hang it's, out with him. It's like, it's like in like, I hope she doesn't you know, like, like elementary school. If like your mom stuck up for you, if yeah. like against a it's bully, cool. like it's just going to make it way worse. Like you got a wedgie, yeah. like the last week you're getting a swirly this but week. But see, I, th- I thought it was funny <laughs> enough to bring it up to you. We're going like, to, we're going to step our because, game up. But the thing is too, is like, I think that when you're comfortable with yourself and the people around you, like you don't really care that much. Yeah. Like when somebody get, if somebody I didn't know gave me shit like you did, I would be pissed. Yeah. Like I'd get heated, yeah. but it's different, right? So I'm wondering what she's going to act like when she sees you. I wonder if she's going to be like, knowing my mom, she would probably say something to you. Yeah. She'd be like, Theo, super soft voice. But uh, I know I'm going to go take her. Uh, we're going to go like shopping and then go to uh, probably dinner and a movie. But we're going to see um, Live By Night. I'm fired Live up to night. see that. Is With that Ben the, Affleck. Okay, He's okay. like, you've seen Lawless, right? Yeah. So it's like, imagine oh, during that. Prohibition. Yeah. Imagine okay. that. But like 
the super like like I think it's either based in a New York or Chicago, so it's like the gangster side of it. So they control right. like the the liquor distribution. Underground. Man, those are my favorite my favorite oh, it's movies. Be filthy, the old school Just gangster old stuff. Old school yeah. gangster shit. I can't wait. And he directed it. I'm pretty sure, which means it's probably gonna be good because most of the movies he's been directing are great. Like right. the town he directed. Yeah, I think it was uh, Argo was or something like movie. that. I never saw Argo. Argo was great, bro. Really mm. good movie. So this is like a this is turned into like a Rotten Tomatoes podcast. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Any shitty movies you've seen, guys, have seen lately? I've been watching a bunch of like documentaries on Netflix. Uh, one one last night was uh, it's kind of like The Big Short, but it's it was an actual documentary. Oh, so dope. like you know all the you know the greedy bastards who were behind um, you know the market crash and in two thousand eight. It is like the sketchiest information ever. I won't. I won't ruin it. Um, I, I just want to say, like, if you haven't seen it, like, and it doesn't help to, like, people are like, man, like, I don't want to watch depressing shit. Like, to me, like, I love it because it's like, man, like, it makes me so much it's more aware. Man. Like, you know, I didn't know what, like, a CDO was before yeah. or, the, you know, AAA ratings or anything. Like, like, I didn't know what that was. And and I was, you know, I was 18 in, in 2008. So I was more than, you know, able to, to really understand what, like, what was going on. But I just didn't pay attention to it. Right. So I think that it's, like, I think it's super important. It's eye-opening, and, Yeah, exactly. And, and it's it's interesting because people think that, well, the market crashed. So, you know, everything's everything's changed. It's like, well, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. But um, there's always greedy people. And especially greedy people who run the country. So yeah. interesting. In like complete opposite spectrum, but for the same purpose. Like that's why I watch Planet Earth so much lately. Cause it just like, I learned so much that I didn't know. And it just amazes me like yeah. what's in the world. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that shit's crazy. But documentaries, man, they're just crazy. Yeah. And it's crazy how like same species, because I watched like a ton. Of, I think, I, I think I might Yo, actually the funniest got you on one. No, the funny, I started watching it to like put me to sleep. But then it, then now yeah, I can't you're sleep engaged. because yeah, I, yeah, yeah. But then I brought that up to you, and you were like, "Yeah, dude, I watch that all the time." Yeah. The funniest one was when you sent me the snap of the the little monkeys like going through the water, <laughs> like trying to like tiptoe through it. And Steph was clowning on me. He was like, "She's like, that's that's you in the water." I, was uh, like, no. I started dying. They looked hella worried. Was cold. Too, so yeah. I was but I, actually, the monkey one's one of my favorite because there's like thousands of species of monkeys mm-hmm. in the same jungle, right? Wherever that jungle was, shit was crazy insane this shit is dope the cave one is dope too i like I, I just like how like there's different there's like the same species like killer whales for example like in different regions or different parts of the earth and they hunt differently yeah right like so some will like drown other animals right some will like in south africa they they've developed the ability to like go down deep and then they've like still able to like locate where their prey is. So like a seal, for example, and then they'll just they'll swim straight up Onto and just the, fucking spike yeah, them out yeah. of the water. It's the most incredible shit I've, I've ever seen. I've seen them. Seen. They'll like shore themselves too. Yeah. Grab something and then yeah. wiggle their ass back yeah. into the water. Yeah. I think it's dope because they just adapt to whatever they need to do to survive. Right. Yeah. That's why like and then the cave one, bro, like they like some guy was like, I think he was looking for fossils or plants, something like that. But he found like a like a hole that kind of sunk in and he just kept kind of poking at it. It opened up into a cavern and it was a cave that ran for like 100 miles underground. Yeah. Like what the fuck is out there that we haven't discovered? I'd be freaking out trying to walk through there, though. I don't know, man. Cr- creatures and sounds shit. Sounds so cool, man. <laughs> Eat a uh, couple mushrooms and go down there, man. <laughs> find some. Yeah, that, that's you, man. I'm not... <laughs> I ain't fucking you with smoke that. a doobie or something, man. Your pot <laughs> cigarette, Michael. Pot cigarette. 
anybody who calls it pot it's funny as hell all right let's talk something serious gut gut health you had a great gut. article on that gut so check yeah. yeah man like i started digging into things and i just i realized more um like how important the gut actually is right um like for instance we have i want to say it was about a hundred million neurons which is a, is a human cell inside of a gut and we have over it was like 10 to 20 trillion bacteria so the body is technically 90 percent bacteria which is fucking absurd mm -hmm. you know what i mean so um and the effect the gut has on um actually diseases so one great example with crohn's disease was like the first thing that popped up obviously and then ibs another gut disease but also cardiovascular disease um a bunch of different cancers, insulin uh, resistance, um, which can directly lead to fat loss, right? So I started reading more and more and just learning all these different things, Alzheimer's, autism, like so many different things that just relate to the gut. And and this is why they're calling it the second brain. And the funny thing is, is I was reading all these studies and all this crazy stuff. And at the end, he said, we're only just beginning to learn what the gut is responsible for. That's crazy. And I'm just like, holy shit. So yeah. es essentially like, the gut can control a lot of what goes in your body that the brain cannot. So we always talk, like a lot of people talk about mindset and mastering your brain and like function and, and all these different good things to keep your brain healthy. But nobody, like everybody ignores the gut. And the big aha moment for me was like thinking about like the IFYM crowd, right? I'm huge on flexible dieting because I think it is important to be able to fit what you want to eat into your diet. 10 to 20% of the time. But what they're finding is that if you don't take care of your gut, if you fill up your macros, for instance, yeah, with, with fucking whatever, ice cream. Yeah. So <laughs> a lot of these guys will actually literally eat like ice cream pop tarts and then yeah. just have some protein shakes and fiber supplements to make sure they hit their yeah. micronutrients yeah. and their uh, protein. But I can just tell their gut is going to just be wasting away. But the issue here is, is, is they can get results like that because the first factor of getting body composition results is calories. So if their calories are in check, they're going to get lean. But in 10 years, what the I was just going to say, though, yeah, dude? yeah, exactly. Like, is that going to, is that going to last? Yeah. So, and, and I think one of the, because another study that I like stumbled upon is they did, and I wrote a show, uh, an article called, um, I think I called it the great sugar debate. Cause all that shit came out about sugar. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, they did a study where like calories were controlled for and fiber was controlled for. So they're still getting their fiber and everything. And one group had like 10 grams of sugar and one group had a hundred grams of sugar a day and they lost the same amount of weight. So it's showing that it doesn't matter how much sugar you have as long as your calories are in check and you're getting adequate fiber. But um, what was the what was the type of sugar? Was it like um, natural sugar, like from fruit, or was stuff. it? It was everything. Yeah, yeah, there was no restriction there, so the, the the study individual or whatever could pretty much pick whatever. But I think the issue is um, studies only last eight to twelve weeks, sixteen weeks maybe, right, twenty four right. tops, yeah, like not decades. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And nobody will ever be able to do that. Yeah. So it's hard to say, and that's why everything's inconclusive. And then you get these people arguing, but it's just man, it's just crazy to think about that. So another thing I, I looked into more of is the gut controls essentially. So all nutrients that we intake are absorbed through the gut, meaning if your macros are on point but your gut health is shit over time, your body's going to stop absorbing those carbohydrates right. and protein. So you're going to build less muscle. You're going to lose more, less fat. Right. So you're going to get fatter. Um, and then, so I just, th this was, this is why I love writing. Cause once I start on a topic, I just keep digging and digging and digging. So they did this study. This is fucking crazy Two uh, mice one. And they checked one was a fat ass, like obese mouse. <laughs> they can't do it on humans. 
So they actually tested this on humans as well. So they took an obese individual and then a lean individual, and then they did the same with the uh, mice. And the the difference in gut health bacteria, right? So the amount of bad bacteria and uh, gut health of the obese individual was a lot more poor, like really bad mm -hmm. compared to the lean individual. Obviously, I can't take a human's gut mic microbiome and switch it with the lean individual because nobody's going to let you do that. I don't even know if you can do that and survive or whatever. Well, I guess you could because they did it to the mouse. So they did it to the mice. They took the the good gut, the healthy gut, and all the good bacteria, and they put it in the other one. And literally, like rapidly, within a matter of, I think it was like a couple weeks, the lean mouse who had now had bad bacteria started getting extremely obese. And the overweight one started just, losing weight. And they gave them the same diet. Same it's like the nutty team. professor. Yeah. <laughs> but what that shows us is that <laughs> the, the gut try. microbiome is extremely important. Right. Right. So what kind of bacteria, essentially, because the gut is made of bacteria, so it's good versus bad. Mm -hmm. The amount of good versus bad in your gut can literally determine your insulin resistance. It can determine diabetes. <laughs> Um, nutrient absorption, how many calories you can intake and then utilize as fuel. So like uh, turnover of calories and energy. So it just shows like if you're lean as fuck and you get your, and this is like, this goes into like figuring out a sustainable plan, right? Let's say I go on a crazy diet uh, and I get lean, but then you're like, oh, I'm at my goal. So I'm just going to kind of eat whatever as long as I stay in my calories. Slowly, you're going to gain weight no matter what, right. whether your calories are the same or not. And that's why, like, I think it's really important to beat the health into people's brain. And it definitely was an eye opener for me to really just watch it more. Um, I know for me, I'm busy so much that I go to protein powder a lot when I can't eat a meal. And I'm definitely changing yeah. that because yeah. I'm like, I want real food in my body that actually has nutrients. Yeah, it, it's actually taken me a long time to, to figure out a protein powder that that really works for me. And like, I just went to a plant based uh protein powder because it's crazy and, and it, it only that. took for me to travel to a different country and have like eggs and dairy where the where like it's not pasteurized there yeah. right so and, and i went to portugal and then like as soon as i came back and yeah. i started having eggs and dairy and, like you notice it was instant like it, it just totally like my body just totally rejects it i can barely stand up so even just having like 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 protein powders and i've tried a whole bunch of different powders that had like you know uh minimal uh uh ingredients and shit right. like that Did, yeah if it, but if it was whey protein so i think not like, happening and this is really important too is just being aware with your body because you saw like a, a huge difference so mm -hmm. most people will notice that but there's a lot of little things that go on in your body that you just don't notice right. and there's so many people that are constantly eating shit that they don't even realize that they feel like shit right. because they feel like shit every day. Right. right. And that's why like a lot of my clients, I love just like at the beginning being like, let's just literally fill your diet with as many good nutrients as you can. And then after a few weeks, they're like, sometimes it's like, I haven't even really lost weight, but I feel fucking amazing. My mm -hmm. pants do fit a little bit better. I have more energy. I'm training harder. And it's like, cause you're probably not bloated. You're probably not retaining much water. You're, you're training better because you're healthier. Right. So I think that's fucking huge. Yeah. It's just being aware of your body. Um, but again, the other thing I noticed about you too, is like, you're, you're farting like significantly less. So I appreciate whatever <laughs> Jeff is doing for you. Uh, has nothing is, to do with him, bro. Uh, um, uh, maybe cause is ever it? since he came into the picture. No, man, actually, you know what? Like on a real note, like I don't, I don't fart in front of people at the gym and shit like that. Cause I think that's oh, just no, you rude. Do. I don't, but, um, I've actually, and, and I'll be honest, I've actually noticed less like 
gas at, at all at my house and stuff too since i've started like cutting out like protein powders and sweeteners and right. shit like that and just doing the, as much like real foods as i can and people will know it's just better nutrient absorption yeah, it's yeah. better digestion and everything um but yeah that that mouse study was like huge eye-opening for me so Dude, we need to open up like arkham asylum somewhere and just like you try to test that shit on people you know what? and then like switching out switching out gut yeah dude it's like (laughs) switch motherfuckers guts out bro (laughs) you're talking about we're on the same page right now i'm gonna pull try and do some real studies i'm gonna pull up the blog so i can start like reading some of the shit that i was writing because it was fucking crazy there was another and it's actually funny like they've done like decade-long studies i I just uh i heard about one like uh, a while ago um that harvard did and it was based on like uh relationships right and and or happiness right like the the people that were that were happy they they trusted their spouse the people that were unhappy but still in there whether they were divorced or they were still in the the relationship they felt that they couldn't trust um they felt that they couldn't trust their significant other but i mean not that that has anything to do with with this but what i'm saying is like the the study so they could do you know decade-long studies it's just that who's doing it yeah right like I think that would be super well, you know interesting what? if somebody actually it it kind of does because and this is why I was pulling this up because when I was reading a lot of the shit that I found was man like irritability uh mood swings and depression and anxiety and stress and, and those can all relate to simple factors in your relationships in your work and all that stuff uh, especially depression and irritability um, diabetes, autoimmune disease, infections, uh, immune problems, poor memory and concentration, ADD and H or ADHD, food allergies, digestion. Dude, there's so many. So literally, just anything to do with anything, your mind, man. <laughs> yeah, it's dude, just like affecting everything. everything. Yeah, so it's not just yeah. your body physically, yeah. right? Um, so yeah, like the the mouse study was huge for me to uh, read, and so like some of the things that people can do, and this is why, like going back to when I was saying creating a sustainable plan. So after you're done losing the weight or whatever you you're trying to achieve you don't just gain weight because your gut health is shit um the first thing they talked about is a varied diet right so we talk about okay like the clean eaters or the bodybuilders that have these strict meal plans that eat the same fucking thing every day if they don't vary their diet it's not that the food they're putting in causes bad bacteria bacteria but gut health is predominantly made off of um diverse bacteria Mm -hmm. so it doesn't just have to be always good it has to be different types right so that's why i always tell people is like hey like here's like an example meal plan and i know it says peppers but every time you go to the store get a different color pepper yeah right get green beans instead of broccoli this time asparagus kale and spinach switch those up right so there's so many different things you can do from your meats and your veggies and your fruits and like switching those up on a frequent basis is huge. And I always like, and that's the same thing with me. Like I eat an egg scramble every fucking day of my life, no matter what, but the veggies are always different every time I go to the store, at least. So every few days I'm getting different. Well, maybe you should get some duck eggs. Actually. Yeah. That would or be some smart. ostrich eggs. Problem is they don't sell that at the ghetto Safeway down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go. Nah, to like bro, we ain't got ducks here, man. No. <laughs> They definitely don't. So um, another thing that people can do to improve their gut health is uh, obviously fiber. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much a given, but you got to get that in. So there's two types of fiber. I'm not even going to try to pronounce them because it's that fucking. Come on. I'll let you try. Just have fun with it. All right. I'll try. All right. All right. Let me try. You it. try and then I'll I'm try. Known, I'm known for butchering it. Bifido. Bifido bacteria. Actually, that's not too bad. Bifido. Bifido. Figure that one out. Bifido bacteria. Right. And then lactobacilli. Or something like that. Lactobacilli. 
silly. Lactobacilli. Maybe. I think that the only way that you can really figure that out is if you go, if you type it in on uh, dictionary.com and then it gives you the syllables. So these are essentially like different types of prebiotic and probiotic fibers. And it's funny because like I list the things, right? It can be increased by consumption of apples, artichokes, blueberries, almonds, and pistachios. And then the other one is like a, a a probiotic. So things like yogurt and kimchi and sauerkraut and kefir, all these like different fermented foods. But I just summed it up really quick. The list was fucking massive. So what does it result to? Real fucking food. Yeah. Right? Every time it just comes back to real food. And then I went into prebiotic fiber. Diversity as well. And it was like onions, bananas, garlic, oats, wheat bran, and other complex high fiber carbs. So it's like literally eat anything that's just real. Yeah. And you're going to have a better gut health. But um, the main point I want to get across is that people have to look at this. You know what I mean? Different like... I think it's there's like this battle of clean eating versus uh, like macros and it blows my mind because nobody's fucking right. Like you need to be in that middle ground. Right. Right. So if anybody ever tells you this is the way you eat, like paleo is the only way you're going to get results. Like they're full of shit. Yeah. Backhand them. <laughs> Finding that middle ground is going to be key for gut health. Um but yeah, so check out my article if you want more on that, I guess. But the main point of take home point is is there's a lot of disease associated with it. Uh, body composition changes drastically from it. Brain health, depression, um, anxiety. These are simple things that a lot of people probably wouldn't even think about. Like, oh, I love my job. You know, I have a good relationship, but I can't like help having anxiety. Maybe it's a genetic thing. Well, maybe you're eating like shit. <laughs> your so, gut's unhealthy. So a few things that you do to improve your gut health. So number one Go. is going to be variety for sure. Um, on a weekly basis, that doesn't mean it, like you got to stress out and think every single day you need to eat a different type of food, but, um, definitely making sure that you're doing that, uh, making sure you get enough fiber. So fiber, I would suggest if you're a female, 25 grams or more would be ideal for a male, 35 grams or more. If you fall a little bit under that, that's fine. Like if you're on a lower calorie diet or you're a smaller person, obviously females can fall a little bit lower and guys can fall a little bit lower, but that's ideal. Um, so getting plenty fiber and different types of fiber. Uh, another thing I like to try to do is get some kind of fermented food. I think that's something that a lot of people don't do. So whether it's me trying to find some tempa, some, uh, I rarely eat sauerkraut, but I'll throw like kimchi and random things. Or even if, if it hasn't been a few days, I'll go get, um, a kombucha just because you need that fermented food. Um, or even like apple cider vinegar. Like if you look at the jar, it's got that like. Dude, Steph takes shots of that shit. Yeah, that's what I do too. So like, it's got that like the weird. Mother. They call it the mother. Yeah, so it's yeah. at the bottom, and it's like this little like goopy whatever like solid shit yeah. in there. Kim, uh, kombucha has it too. Yeah, like yeah. that stuff floating around. That's live cultures. So those are like literally live bacteria. It's good for you. Like you have to. That's the kind of shit that goes in your gut that helps yeah. remove bad bacteria, right? Yeah. Um, so all these things are like really just. Very, very simple things you can add in your diet. You can even take fiber supplements and it'll help, prebiotic or probiotic. But the main thing is is taking care of the gut health because at the end of the day, if, you're good, if your ratio of good bacteria to bad bacteria inside your gut is on point, then you're going to have better body composition results. Should you ease into how much fiber, like if you maybe track it, you don't have that much intake, should you ease into increasing to get to those certain levels? Yeah, I would say like... It, but it depends. Like if you're eating 15 grams right now and you're like, oh shit, I'm supposed to have 25, you'll be fine. But if you're eating like, if you go from 15 to 45, 
you're fucked. <laughs> like, yeah, you're not going to shit. Yeah. You're going to be constipated. Yeah, so you can, it can actually have the reverse effect. Now, right. on top of that, if you're going to be increasing your fiber or you're hitting the right amount, you need enough water because fiber binds to water and that's how it right. uh, absorbs and works. So make sure you're getting plenty of water while you're doing this. Uh, but I, I've never had an issue with people bumping up fiber too much unless they're like, hey, like I read that thing and, and I, I increased my fiber. I'm like, all right, let me see your nutrition. And they're eating like 50 grams of fiber. Like that's a lot. I can get away with 50 plus and you probably do on a regular basis because mm -hmm. your carb intake is pretty high, yeah. but that's normal for your body. Right. So yeah, if you're going to go up that high, like work up to it slowly for sure. Um, so before we get off, actually, I got a bunch of bullets that I'll just run through really quick. Cause these are, these are pretty powerful and they can just break everything down. There's 10 times more bacteria than human cells in our body, which is fucking crazy. If you think about it, your gut is more important than, uh, than you probably realize. So taking care of crucial, uh, is crucial for health in your body composition. Eating a wide variety of foods is going to be the best way to improve gut health. Eating prebiotic and probiotic foods are essential for health. And like the easiest way to do this, Google prebiotic food. There'll be a huge list. You don't even have to click on a link. Same thing with probiotic. Um, and this is actually a pretty crazy study. 10% of all U.S. healthcare costs are related to digestive issues. Like that's fucking yeah. nuts. That's that's massive, but yeah. that makes sense because people eat like shit. Yeah. Um, so get those different types of fiber that I could barely pronounce. Um, pretty easy. Just go back a little bit and read that. Uh, poor gut health is linked to way too many diseases. I can't even list them off. It's just it's absurd. Um, some uh, do you just call that? What do you call that? Nizades. Do you know what that is? <laughs> no. NSAIDs. It's like ibuprofen and stuff. Oh, okay. It's it's an abbreviation. <laughs> but some people right. always say NSAID and S and I always say NSAIDs. Like um, But that that kind of shit can make it worse pretty much. So ibuprofen, Tylenol, all those things that are like painkillers and and antibiotics can negatively impact your gut health right. and increase bad bacteria over time. So people out there who are like in constant joint pain and all that stuff like don't drown yourself in ibuprofen to get rid of it. And and this goes back to what we were talking about before we got on, right? Stop mopping the floor if the ceiling's still leaking. So stop putting a Band-Aid on it and fix the issue of why you're having pain or joint inflammation and all these things. Like this is a great example. Like people eating like shit and having bad gut health directly relates to joint inflammation. But then they take ibuprofen, which makes the gut health worse. And then guess what happens? They get more inflammation, more pain. Um, too many refined sugars is a bad way. So that's why the IFYM is probably not the best way to go unless you take care of it. Um, and, and overall, it's just going to improve your life big time and lifespan at that live longer live long and prosper if you love the mind versus muscle podcast want more free content and you want to support the movement share this podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review to get your questions answered on the next episode see the show notes for our social media handles and hashtag mind versus muscle